Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. It's just... You either you're either on that mat. She's moving her head like she's an animatronic cat. Yeah, she's being really weird. We give her That's a haircut. A we cut her whole belly. It's very cute. Turns out you don't have to pay like three hundred dollars to have a cat. Although she kind of needs a professional <laughs> haircut. It's yeah. not. You just like hold her down and go to town. Oh, it sucked, mm-hmm. dude. It. She. It. Really? It was it like. Sounds fun. It was. It was really dark, but uh, she got through it just fine. She got a lot of treats out of that. Didn't Did it take you? both of you to like one to hold her down and one to like shave and yeah, comes in, yeah. She's pretty. She's I mean, for she is incredibly tolerant and chill for a cat. You we can she puts up with everything we do to her, but after a few minutes of it, she's especially when you shave like around her butthole. She's very sensitive around the lower legs and butthole, as we all are. Tell me about it. And uh, you and me both. She, so I had to I had to like hold a flat towel and just press down on both sides. Because even like holding her back, she could still get me. Just like <laughs> kicking around, and oh, it felt bad. And you're like, "Do it, Ed! <laughs> I'm trying." Yeah, and her hair is so thick. You have to go. You have, you have to just go like, yeah, 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 to just get one little piece Attack off. Take the shot. <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly, for your business paper needs, or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people, Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people, Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office, by fans of The Office. I'm your host and ex-lover-ish, Sean Roney. Mm-hmm. And I'm Edwin Jane's saboteur. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Scott is not a hard name to rhyme. <laughs> Plot. Trot. Sought. <laughs> caught. Flot. Not a word. Not. Not like... Like the rope knot, not a rope. But these are not vocations. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week we'll be talking about The Coup from season three. Extended cut. Extended cut. Super fan cut. And uh, after that we'll head to the conference room where we have some quick questions about the the episode and some other fun things planned mm-hmm. and then we'll finish up with some trivia sent in by mary sounds like pretty standard run a show yeah it's nothing pretty... gets the blood going like quick questions <laughs> <laughs> but uh before we get started alex do we have any housekeeping to start with well talking about the house edwin is in the house here i am whoa as you can probably hear by the rich tenor of mm-hmm. that voice unencumbered by the zoom signal <laughs> Just direct to disc, my favorite type. Uh, right welcome, here in America. Welcome to welcome back and do uh, welcome to Uncle Sam Land. My Thank friend. you. If you listened to last week's episode, you would know that I was in Vietnam just a short while ago. Yeah, and you may think to yourself, 
well, surely he flew from Vietnam to Portland, Oregon, but no, I flew from <laughs> nope. Vietnam back to Switzerland and then to oh, Portland, Oregon. So I am here. Oh I am jet lagged and I'm ready to roll. And flying against the grain yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Edwin, Edwin just went through his last 48 hours of travel. And mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm exhausted. It's I don't insane. know how he's awake. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might lose him during this recording. <laughs> um, so, so know that. Uh, also, this is 198. I think That's this right. episode is. That's right. This is 198. So we'll get this out of the way at the top. We're going to do this episode. This comes out Thursday, the 20th. Nice. Mm-hmm. 420. Sean. We blew it. Should have done a Patreon. 420, man. We could you still, still can. I guess, The yeah. people Two want days. our... <laughs> for some reason, the people want us to just smoke some weed and hang mm-hmm. out. Um, sorry for listening, Smoking Mom. Doobies with my brothers. I promise it won't actually be You know what? I... I believe in you guys so much. I think you could do it. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. man. Uh, uh, so, and we're going to take the following week off. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, and then we will we will be back for ninety one ninety nine and two hundred will Those be coming. Hundo. We've got hope. We're working on something special for one ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, two hundred. We're going to get open up the live call in uh, capabilities on Discord. Talk to some of our our patrons, which. There's time to get in before oh. this happens, before 200. Join Plenty the Scott's Tots, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. $5 a month gets you ad-free episodes, gets you bonus monthly, mm-hmm. usually two plus hours of just us hanging out, answering every question that we get from our patrons that month. It's a great yeah. time. We also make shared donations to Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Uh, I already mentioned the ad-free episodes. And you get a pri- access to our private Tots Discord channel. Um, which is super fun. I just posted some pictures of us together oh, on there. Sean throws a, a couple butt pictures in there once a month. You yeah, never know what's, what's coming. Well, I delete them quick. Some, but. <laughs> some toast pictures on the oh, Toast Talk yeah, channel? Yeah, Toast Talk is hot. The Toast Talk channel has become a real a real mainstay. Yeah. Uh, I'm really enjoying people just like showing what they're eating in the morning. Uh, by the on, way, all I've these... I've been on my toast game again. This is, our Discord is public. Anyone listening... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel free to join. Uh, we put the link in our sh- in our show description. We have over week. Dos Hundo members in right now. <laughs> no, I don't I haven't done a member count. And you could while. be part of it. You can be part of it. Um, and then find just find a little piece of housekeeping really quick. Hey, we got sports games again. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, me and Edwin went head to head in our fantasy basketball league. That's Sean right. finished in a distant. Ninth, I think eighth, you were eighth or ninth. Yeah. Eighth or ninth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. He was. <laughs> Sean checked out like six months. Mm-hmm. Sean's team. Oh, did did Oscar say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did. Sean was done. <laughs> he was cooked. Sean's team, the 2011 Charlotte Bobcats, which he named after what is actually the worst NBA team in history. My winning percentage. That's yes. right. So uh, I had to and look that up. Wait a little. You know what? You outlived those expectations. So in that Thank way, you. good job. But Edinet went head to head in the finals. Uh, we were pretty consistently one and two seeds the entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edwin's team was a sleeping giant. And I think once the injuries cleared up, once you got the full roster and after the trade deadline, yeah, this guy's team, Sean, you, mm-hmm. even you would have been impressed. <laughs> I've been you, awake for a long time. Yeah. It, it really great. was. It was one of those. I went into the finals thinking like, I've got maybe a 10% chance at winning this. And then... Uh, it turns out I had a zero percent chance. I didn't even come close. So Dang. just a congratulations. I just want Thank everyone you. out there to just know in your hearts what Edwin accomplished Good this job, season. Buddy. It was, it was and good. you know what I found out that if you win in the ESPN Fantasy Basketball League, you get a congratulations message from Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Dude, I didn't get that when I won. Wow, that's new. Yeah. Wow. Do you know who Kendrick Perkins is? No. Take a guess. 
Is he... Mm, Kendrick Perkins. He's a basketball player. Good job. Mm-hmm. He's an old basketball player. Oh. He's no longer... He's retired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's all I really would expect you to know. Great job. <laughs> Thank you. Great beard. He's got a fantastic beard. Oh, okay. Uh, you'd probably like... You'd like Kendrick Perkins. Uh, all right, that's enough of that. Sorry. Uh, where were we, Sean? Where were we? Yes, we're getting into today's topic, The Coup, <gasps> from Season 3, Episode 3. It aired on October 5th in 2006. It was written by Paul Lieberstein and Greg Daniels. Those guys need no introduction. Uh, Edwin, why are we talking about The Coup this week? Well, on one hand, it's uh, just a classic episode from Season 3, but on the other, when brainstorming topics, I thought to myself... It should relate, have some sort of connection to the fact that the three of us are recording in person again today. And mm-hmm. I thought, what better thing to uh, form an episode around than uh, hug it out, bitch? That's what I figured I'd do when ah. I saw you guys. Oh, yeah, we, did. Right. we did. We did. We had we a did three-way a hug. Mm-hmm. It was just for us, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, other That's podcasts beautiful. want to f- want to film the reunion moment. Not mm-hmm. us. Not us. <laughs> just audio. <laughs> just our yeah. own so audio. So other other smarter podcasts would have captured yeah. some content, sure. put some inspirational sure. music underneath. Smarter and... podcasts would have done things way differently, starting four <laughs> years ago, and probably been in a much more successful place. But yeah, not us, baby. That ain't who we are. Not mm-hmm. us. Maybe post post two hundred. We'll see. We got. <laughs> We gotta go somewhere. In. <laughs> Just getting warmed up, baby. Yeah. Just figured out how to do this. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, the coup. Uh, of course, the coup is um, it has an extended cut up on Peacock. Uh, the super fan episodes. So we back in season three, and now, that. now there's six seasons. Extended cuts. It's there's still a lot I haven't seen. I, I save it. I, as Me I've too. said before, I, I feel like I sip it like an old wine where I, I, I want that bottle to, to last forever. It's mm. true. Man, those those later seasons, I feel like are going to get crazy. Off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but oh, the God, coup. I, the, OK, so the cold open for this episode is Movie Monday. The cooled open. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, Michael likes to have a Movie Monday. Apparently, I love when we like learn about things that happen every week this late in the show but uh um i will say this we we've got (laughs) we've gotten this question before on the show which is like things that you've realized later in life watching the office yeah and uh i used to think when pam said one that we watched one medical movie one medical video and she like makes a face yeah i was like oh because it was like really boring and now i've now, rewatching it today, I just it just finally hit me like, oh, it was something like really like inappropriately oh, sexual, yeah. like v- really gross and inappropriate. Yeah. Probably never hit me until today. So there you go. <laughs> it might have been a video of like Michael getting something removed. Oh Jesus! Or, like, like, like <laughs> yes, what, that's true. What yeah. medical video would Michael have other than one of his own? Can I poke it with a pin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I love that this time waster it has nothing connected to any sort of productivity or anything that can be used in the workplace. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. just an excuse for Michael to watch a movie with friends in a room, just to bring everyone together and and, and watch a movie. Just complete abuse of his power as boss. Um, and it, then it gets interrupted by Jan. Oh, it's it's perfect. The, mm-hmm. And the shot of her through the blinds coming in. You know, it's happening. I've talked about this before, but yeah, how totally unconcerned michael is with jan suddenly popping in mm-hmm. oh yeah. hey jan <laughs> like most people you She's freak like horrified out. Yeah. yeah uh but i it, it's worth noting that movie mondays started with training videos because clearly michael just 
loved getting everyone in the room, mm-hmm. watching a train. They probably bonded over Turning it. Turning out the lights. They probably made fun of it together because it was probably a little dated. It was good the first couple of times. And, and Michael liked, like, it felt like he was having friends probably. Yeah. And he just was like, I got to keep this going. Um, mm-hmm. Michael loves a captive audience, a literally captive mm-hmm. audience. And, you know, I would if a, if my boss was like, we're watching movies in half hour installments indefinitely every monday i'd be like cool like yeah i love popcorn <laughs> i thought the most unrealistic thing is that no one else no one wanted popcorn you're telling me kevin's not grabbing a bag of popcorn mm-hmm. yeah he is toby's grabbing popcorn that guy eats popcorn at movies you can just tell i wonder if varsity very slowly one kernel at a time <laughs> yeah <laughs> michael would hate it yeah uh is michael varsity Full blues animals. a good show i get, like it's it, a movie it's, oh, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a film oh right because they're just watching it in 30 minute installments mm-hmm. got it yep i've I, never seen the whole thing i haven't either huh I always Maybe wanted to rent it, it from Westlope Library, <laughs> our community library, but it looked, my mom was like, it looks a little too racy. Ironically, the only scene that I have a memory of is Billy Bob getting a concussion. Hmm. <laughs> Which is what's referenced. getting sacked the next play. That's like all the only part of that movie I've actually seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, uh, maybe we should watch it together in 30 minute installments. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. We should do season three of Party And one episode first. of Entourage. <laughs> Entourage. Six times. But I do I do think that there's like a lot of truth to the idea that Michael, even like if he had to watch some training video with everyone, he's like, this is fun. We should do this more often. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he knew he knows that they would never actually go to the movies with him mm-hmm. uh, after work. They, he needs to like. Unless it's christening and he went to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to make it happen uh, on his own in the office. Yeah. Yeah. But as, yeah, this is this is classic first three seasons of Office. You know, you, you just start, you don't you stop getting, you stop getting reveals of Office life like this. Mm-hmm. The cold opens become much more goofy, much more pointed at certain characters, and this one's just sort of a general. Here's the thing Michael likes to do, and yeah. it does play into the plot. Obviously, I mean yes. everything that happens later in this episode. Again, this is again a, a lukewarm open when it actually does have to do with with the episode. But um, yeah, Jan coming in and. Off, we're off and running. And there's a brilliant callback to Entourage uh, later, which I guess we've already mentioned. But they, <laughs> is there? I don't remember. I think. Hug, oh yeah, go ahead. Hug it out, bitch. Oh, oh, that's oh, that's the call. Yes. Okay, got it. Um, I think that Michael's time wasters are so much more amplified when it's play, pitted against the fact that the branch is being considered for downsizing or mm-hmm. merging. And I think when you lose that existential threat over the course of the show, it just kind of, it makes the office instead of this place where Michael could consciously be losing everyone's jobs to like kind of this playground vibe. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is okay. I mean, it's a comedy show. So, uh, it, it opens up quite a bit in the later seasons, especially after Saber comes in. Um, but this sort of, it's not, will they, won't they, it's will we, or, or won't we mm-hmm. get downsized. Um, this is just, uh, amplified just by Michael consistently jeopardizing everything. Yeah. Tube City, you owe me one. <laughs> and I love too that when Jan is dressing down Michael, she's sitting in his chair. Yeah, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even notice that. Um, yeah, and I mean it's also worth mentioning at this point in the show, Jan and um, Michael have had. Uh, we just had Casino Night at the end of season two. There's like some kind of back and forth between Michael and Dwight about how Jan's probably upset with him for choosing Carol. Uh, mm-hmm. over Jan. I think he's still with Carol at mm-hmm. this point. Um, so uh, so there is that little added bit. You know, it's a little hard to read Jan sometimes. He had to follow but... his heart. <laughs> <laughs> and when, early on, you know, once once we 
we come out of the cold open and we, we're hearing Jan dressing down Michael. It, it, she, again, Melora Hard doing a great work, just like, do I need to hire a babysitter to watch over you? A 14-year-old babysitter? <laughs> yeah, to come? Yeah. And you just sort of hear him just getting chewed out. Mm-hmm. Very similar energy to like before they make out in the closet and cocktails. Why do you just, 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 she just she hates him. She just hates Michael so much. Yeah. And it's just funny that like Jan loves him exactly. Like th- this is the f- this is what fuels their romance is this feeling Jan has in this episode. So it's a good place setting for their relationship later. Because um, yeah, <laughs> I I think part of it this is you know a little armchair psychology of Jan, but she must just be envious of Michael that he cares like yeah. that his day to day is watching movies, hanging out with his staff, doing. It's- basically nothing while she drives all over the Northeast. And like, I think you see this all over the place, right? It's like, you know, it's a, a, it's a, like a dynamic between two characters as old as time is the one who's really uptight is so pissed that the one who's not just can get, seems to get away with everything. Um, But, uh, uh, side note, this was, uh, in the, the golf tournament that happened last week in the RBC heritage, the winner, Matthew Fitzpatrick, in the post round interview, his brother Cat, his uh, brother was there, who's also a pro golfer, and they were like, "How are you guys similar?" And he's like, "We're total opposites. I'm very organized. He's a complete mess. Um, I'm miserable, and he's happy." <laughs> and I thought I was like, "Yeah, that yep. I siblings do the same thing. I think it works in a lot of mm-hmm. romantic relationships." Um, anyway, shout out to uh, Fitz. <laughs> Great showing at the RBC last weekend. From uh, golf nuts out there, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think. Uh, uh, oh gosh, I, I'm just thinking about. I was. Yeah, watching. you weren't expecting a golf. I know. Now I three completely there. thrown off. Now, sorry, dude. <laughs> I mean, I think one thing that is important about this episode is that it shows the beginning of the splinter between Michael and Dwight, mm. and it it like become something different later on in the show. Like in the new leads episode, it gets really exacerbated, but this is one of the first sort of signs where Dwight is kind of showing his development as a character, as his growth as a character, that he's yeah. not just going to be Michael's assistant to the regional manager forever. I mean, he'll stay in that same role, but it's kind of the beginning of this personality shift for him. where yeah. His personality is drawn as Dwight and a lot less Dwight in relation to Michael. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which, so, yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, as, as we're seeing movie Monday, we're starting to see that like Dwight's not as into movie Monday. He, he also mentions that some people really don't like movie Monday. I won't name any names. And then it's Angela. So, I mean, obviously we're establishing right away that Dwight's a little torn, but like about this, uh, he's not a hundred percent with Michael on this one. Mm -hmm. He's, he's just, he's simply loyal. Yes. If Michael found out someone else watching a movie and, and wanted to punish them, Dwight would love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that sets the table for uh, Angela to become kind of a Lady Macbeth in this episode. <laughs> uh, she sees Jan coming in and is, um, you know, says that she's concerned for all their jobs, basically, that Michael is going to screw this up and get the branch shut down just because Jan hates him so much. Um, and Dwight is hanging on to his loyalty to Michael uh, or... Um, while they're having this classic Dwight and Angela back-to-back conversation in the in the kitchen, <laughs> I love it so much. Um, two of my favorite conversations in the whole show are in this episode. Yeah, and uh, that, that's one of them. Uh, 
but it's that Angela says like fine then like you know we'll all get fired or and in the branch will shut down and walks out and and this is what kind of sticks with Dwight uh and so my question is like well I don't know I mean it just seems like it, at the very least this starts unselfishly Dwight thinks that this is something he must do yeah with I mean <laughs> well yeah, sorry. No, it's just Dwight always feels a sense of, of um, <laughs> destiny. Yes. In a way. I think it's important that you brought up this notion of loyalty because on one hand, it's 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 Dwight dealing with his sense of loyalty to Michael. But in this moment, he has to consider his loyalty to Angela and his loyalty to the branch. And when it comes down to it, like, what is Dwight the most loyal to? And we mm. don't really know. It's, it's really, really put up against the test. You see the internal anguish. Or the external language that Dwight shows in the parking lot when he's running up and down and screaming into a bush <laughs> and uh, he makes that phone call where he's squatted all the way down. <laughs> I love and, that. Like he's just so conflicted with whether he's he's like cares the most about Michael or Angela yeah. or the branch, and he clearly wants the branch, and he has like big visions for what he thinks it could be and and everything, and I think that's the sort of um, struggle that Dwight has to have in this episode, and very funny because. Like, Michael is so unquestioning of Dwight's loyalty yes. um, through this entire thing. Hey, Jan, you were at the dentist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, we've talked about this before, but, like, th- this is what makes Dwight I mean, so crucial to this show. And this episode is the perfect illustration of that because, like, you need a main character who really cares about, like, the, the job and, and the purpose of where they're all working. Because Michael doesn't really Mm-mm. He's good at what he does when he needs to be, but ultimately he'd much rather having friends is more important. And for Dwight, this is like, yes, yeah, we put, it's like this whole thing hinges on Dwight being in this nebulous area, nebulose area between romantic loyalty, professional loyalty and friendship. And like, th- this is also, it's not the first time this has happened in the episode. We're only four or five episodes after drug testing, mm-hmm. which is the first time, or at least the the other time when Dwight and Angela have a back-to-back, right. I want him to have all the urine he needs. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so this has kind of already been tumbling around, and we can't diminish Angela's role. She's really, like you said, Lady Macbeth. I was thinking Littlefinger, mm-hmm. just kind of finding a ladder to climb here. And uh, if Michael's out of there and Dwight's there, it makes it a lot better for Angela. And it's and it's important to mention drug testing too because that's probably also just you know a, it's a it's a chink in the armor they say like you know it's uh 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 that could be the the beginning of Dwight starting to realize maybe his loyalty is not to Michael but to the branch or to, or to the law yeah mm-hmm. so I mean in one of the leading and the scenes- drug testing agents yeah. mine was green <laughs> oh yes how are you in <laughs> um, one of the uh, added scenes or additional scenes, let's say, to the super fan cut. Dwight goes in to talk to Michael after Michael gets mm-hmm. um, kind of yelled at by Jan. And Dwight says, there are things you can do. Uh, I know that we need to cut costs. We could fire Meredith. That's a big cost. <laughs> Creed <laughs> might be living here. We could charge him rent. Yeah, that's a good. That was the opening drop I cut yeah. was Dwight, uh, Creed's talking to A great them. addition to just Creed living in the office. <laughs> Four uh, nights a week. But he's in actually the living in Toronto. Three, well, three nights a week, and he has a place in Toronto. <laughs> They don't know about my job down here. Welfare, welfare state. state. <laughs> <laughs> Which I could be wrong, but geographically, I bet Toronto is just south of Scranton. I'm going to oh. look this up. That's, Toronto's a sneaky sneaky city in that it's mm-hmm. it's actually south of many uh, other major American cities. Fascinating. You wouldn't think. But 
<laughs> These gymnasts do fascinating things. Um, but of course, I mean, this leads into Dwight making the call yes. to Jan and mm-hmm. getting her to pull over at exit 40 and uh, shop at the Liz Claiborne outlet. This is an- another great par- part of this episode is that you get espionage Dwight. You know, that he's the best been, yeah. been that he's secretly setting up this meeting that he knows everything about Jan's wardrobe and where she shops. <laughs> Several of your tops are from. <laughs> it's my job to know that. It is not your job to know that. It's officially <laughs> not noted. <laughs> uh, I was so wrong. Toronto's definitely north of there. Yeah, it's I wasn't going to. I was going to say. No, Good try. <laughs> what I remembered is it's like it's Toronto's like south of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there's some NBA cities that Toronto's south of, mm-hmm. like Timber, mm-hmm. like Minnesota and, and Detroit. Anyway, <laughs> that's that. More sports talk for you. Thank you. <laughs> so Jan and Dwight go to the diner, uh, and we get Dwight scarfing down waffles. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Housing a whole plate of waffles. This, I guess he thinks, so, it almost seems deliberate, like this is a, like a power move. <laughs> it seems like he's ravenous after a night of lovemaking. I think he's just really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's he hasn't very eaten all day. nervous, and so... <laughs> yeah, he hasn't eaten all day. Mm-hmm. I and, love that he orders pancakes and waffles. Oh, and kind of a blind syrup pour yeah. over his entire he, breakfast. He's making yeah. eye contact with Jan the whole time. And he finishes That's with a really big good. flourish. flourish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all on the table. It's all... I, I would have <laughs> broken so many times. Sean, instead of... Well, there you have it. In one of our episodes, you should say... Here we are. It's all on the table. <laughs> Here we are. I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like, you know, uh, what does he say? He's like, uh, I can save the branch. She says, really? If you let me run it. Okay. Okay, I can run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. He's, so, he's so eager. Uh, um, do, do we want to uh, put that storyline on hold and... Talk about some of the other ones. That's right. Yeah, we got up? a couple other things going on in this episode. At least in Scranton, we also have Pam and Roy. Their wedding has, you know, hmm? been canceled. Of course, this is episode three of season three, um, and uh, so she is starting to think about getting out there and dating again. Uh, she says that you yeah. know she's finding herself. Let's right. see. Yeah. She's like, who's single, Pam? I'm, I'm trying to figure yeah. it out. And don't call that? me Pammy. Don't call me Pammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kelly and her have been talking, I guess. And Kelly has kind of turned her on to online shopping, which in 2006, I guess, was still kind of newish. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to. Um, I didn't trust online shopping. I remember like being like, no, I would never buy anything online. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is probably um, home grocer. No, thanks. <laughs> uh but I mean, yeah, but, but well, online shopping, if it, the sizing is always a concern. Yes, <laughs> yes, close. Yes, yes. I'll buy. And and at that time, it yeah. was not nearly as widespread as it is now with no. Amazon and all these different clothing providers. That yeah. You can, now there's size charts and it's like yeah, see how it, it yes, fits. And correct. Reviews yeah. of like got to be a lot harder to determine yeah. the right fit online. Mm-hmm. Does it fit and, true in to that size? Era. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Kelly does get her to order something online, and she. Has the fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch. But it, this is a highly quotable episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that's that's a, a one of the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there is a lot. Although it's funny, you know that the uh, the super fan cut edits in one of these scenes in, in something of a continuity error. 
mm. which is there's a scene where Michael is telling her all about what happens in uh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And Pam is just nodding. And then there gets, <laughs> she gets a call. And like she talks about how she faked her way through wanting to hear about an episode of Navy NCIS. <laughs> and now Michael is always skeptical of her when he describes his TV. <laughs> yeah. But she's wearing that top. Right in that scene, and then it cuts to immediately um, after the Jan called. Is that really her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it cuts to Pam walking out and modeling the top. Yeah, huh. like, that happens. Interesting. Later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, Pam's pretty nervous about this, uh, and then decides to you know go for it and wear it. Um, and it's uh, you know she does feel good about it and is excited about it, and it's immediately ruined by Kevin and then later Creed. Creed. Uh, being real creeps in this episode. Being real creeps about it. Roy comes through the office a few times, and you know, just kind of shows her some attention. And you know, I mean, maybe there's just a a feeling of that Pam misses him. I think it's just he misses Pam. He yeah. misses Pam, but there's a, he's just trying to like what I, if I he's just probably can't stop thinking about her, and he's yeah. like, I just need to see her. Yeah, just just actually look at her. Yeah, he's I, in a bad he's in a bad place here. Isn't that like your third soda today? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, you know it's kind of just it's starting to you just get a hint of it at the end there between Jim and uh, sorry between Pam and Roy that that maybe this that's where this season is going. And, and right? simultaneously, you're getting opposite side of the spectrum with Jim and Karen going on in Stanford at the same right. time. Like really like there's even one scene that ends with the, with Jim and or with Pam and Roy and then picks up with like a Karen. Yeah. And it's like, it's just so the show is in the act of pushing them apart. You know, mm-hmm. there's just mm-hmm. season three is a, a, season three is an entire long act of Stretching push that them away band. and then bring them back together at yeah. the very end ending with the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the other, that's kind of the C storyline of this episode well, is that one last thing. Pam yeah. is like, this is call of duty is the C storyline. That's, yeah. that's where I was going. With um, but it's just Pam trying to find herself. You, you brought it up. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing for her. She's trying to develop and trying to move on uh, with her life and trying to kind of find this next chapter in little bits and pieces. She doesn't change, leave her job or anything, but you talk about this episode when she goes on the date and it's not a love connection with Alan, the cartoonist. Um, there are just little things mm-hmm. that she's doing to kind of, um, I don't know, grow. People always say, like, don't be edgy. But, <laughs> um, I don't, I but don't that's, know that's important. Always say. That's all I was going to say. Let's talk about Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so C, C storyline is Call of Duty. Uh, Jim is at Stanford Branch. Um, getting to know Andy and Karen and Josh and Josh and Hannah and oh, Hannah. Yeah. A little more Smotrich bar action. Nice yeah, to see in her this, in this extended cut. Engaged, we do. Locked in. Um, you know, we kind of get, uh, flirting between Jim and Karen <laughs> through this, uh, violent video game. Uh, another thing just about call of duty in general, fun fact about the show is that this is kind of a real behind the scenes thing in the writer's room, right. uh, writer's office of the office. Um, uh, let's see. Somebody put all the, uh, who was it? So uh, one of the producers of the office put call of duty on all the computers. And so they really would have these like call of duty moments during the day. Um, and they tried to write this into email surveillance. And there was like, so there were scenes where Jim was really good at call of duty mm. In email surveillance, and I guess, you know, 
so they were at, at least able to to completely re redo that storyline. But um, it's an early version of. It's always funny when Jim is trapped. Yeah. Yes. And there's something very funny about the fact that he's trapped in a video game and he doesn't want to play it. And he's terrible <laughs> at the video game. And as soon as the lights go off, he knows what's going to ha- what's in store for him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, again. Because yeah. I will say, like sometimes that feeling of not being good at a video game where everybody's being very competitive—that's just the worst feeling. Oh God. Yeah. Even right. Anna says in the extended cut, "Just go find a corner and hide." Yeah, says, I mean, you, I, yeah, you're not hurting your team that way. At least you're he not. Says, I have a sniper right. Just go hide. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> This would have been, by the way, this would have been Call of Duty 2 that they're playing. Uh, Call of Duty 3 came out in November that year, so this would have been a land a land party. Good old-fashioned land party. Fine. Call of Duty 2. That's some some high school days right there. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, I mean, obviously, this is, again, quotable episode, Saboteur. Saboteur um, is is just one of the greatest, one of the great Andy, Andy sniper on Carrington Bernard lines. <laughs> I think this might be one of those things that sets Josh apart from Michael Scott. And obviously, you know, as Jim says, say what you will about Michael Scott, he would not do that. But yeah. with Josh, it seems like he's invested and excited in this activity that they're all doing together. There's kind of this, um, and it's a little different from Movie Monday, I think, because they're not. I don't know. They're not being forced in the same room. Both have um, to have the lights turned off. Yeah, but the way they do it when Joe. Josh is just like the lights just go down. He's like, it's time people. Mm -hmm. Everyone just immediately switches over. Yeah. 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 Uh, Versus. Yeah. Michael's like, Pam, can you pop six bags of popcorn? Mm -hmm. More than that. (laughs) Gather nine bags, uh, gather everyone. And for a half hour installment, like it takes a half hour just to get everyone in there and ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so funny to me that Josh, like, yeah, yeah. That Josh is so impassioned about which rifle you use in Carrington. Strategy, yeah. full strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is a bad. It's not the right, not the right weapon for that fight. But I, I never thought about how that 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 these two storylines together are are a side by side comparison. That that Michael cares so much about building morale in his office and can't do it, and Josh does it effortlessly, kind of with this mm-hmm. Call of Duty thing because it gets everyone pumped up and like totally. Well, look at it where it's like. Michael started Movie Mondays because of it started with training videos that mm-hmm. you turned into. Again, it's Michael, so it's much more self-indulgent. It's like, let's watch the things I like now. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus this, it started as a team-building exercise. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to training. And so I think they kept it going as like they all just kind of got more interested in it. Uh, and they all probably made that choice together as an office, mm-hmm. I would guess. It probably wasn't Josh. Yeah. Because yeah. I think Josh just has a, some probably better later leadership capabilities oh, than definitely. Michael Scott. So definitely. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a really good um, juxtaposition. One thing um, that I also really loved about the extended cut is that Jan pops by. Yeah. And she... Oh, in Stanford. Yeah. Yep. And oh, so good. So, I mean, Jim finally gets a kill on Karen, only to find out that Karen is not at her desk at all. So she just shot uh, an NPC. Mm-hmm. And then Jan comes in and asks Jim how he's doing and says, remind me to tell you about this thing that Michael... That Dwight happened, said. Dwight said. It's, you're going to get a big kick out of it. I yeah. loved just hinting that there could be a dynamic between Jim and Jan. Not like romantic or anything, but like this sort of thing where... Jan actually sees him as a, let's say, a peer, maybe not an mm-hmm. equal within the corporate thing, but like 
it's clear that she sees Jim as somebody who could kind of move up. She's talked, she's talked yes. about the promotion and everything. And yes. I would just love to see one of those conversations between Jim and Jam, Jan, where they debrief about what's, what everything that happened in Scranton in a given week. Also, Jim's the only person who can relate to the insanity that is the Scranton branch. Right. So she, mm-hmm. she probably is also just like, I need a confidant because this is the only branch. She's just yeah. crazy there. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I think too, that like, you know, it's just Jan, when Jan walks into Scranton, she's there for disciplinary purposes or whatever. And uh, and when she's walking into Stanford, she's relaxed and, you know, she knows that it's all going to be good news yeah. and yeah. and stuff like that. We do get this, like, Jim gets kind of scared of Jan when she, like, walks over. Right. And, and, like, you know, he thinks he's... It's it's kind of an awkward scene. I can see why they deleted it. Almost but. a Charles Minor, like, hey, Jim, uh, eyes up here. And he's like, oh, I wasn't, like... Everyone was yeah. playing Call of Duty. I- and then she gets on his <laughs> keyboard and makes him jump off a building and die. Yeah. She- and then just like laughs and then goes, you know, oh, remind me to tell you this funny thing. Like, <laughs> Which means she's played. Yeah, exactly. She knows, she knows how to make him jump off yeah. the building. That's, she's uh, in on the, like, everybody killing each other. Like, yeah, she's yeah. in on that yeah. uh, aggressive Call of Duty. Which you know. Karen points out, too, which is like, I... You know, all the hours I don't get to kill my coworkers with fake with a bazooka, like, is not as fun as the hour in which I get to when mm-hmm. I play Call of Duty. And so there's the steam, letting steam off part of it. You also get this the team building element, which maybe allows Jan to buy in. But like movie madness, there is no team building element no. besides for Correct. Michael and whoever's going to recap the last episode, whether it's Dwight or Kevin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I you probably couldn't do. I mean. You, there's no way you can make everyone play a video game today, no, nowadays. No like, there's just no way. I would hate this. You would. I would absolutely <laughs> hate this. You would. You would. You would hate it. You're um, gonna hate it. You, you liked Red Dead Redemption too online with yeah, us. I you had some like fun that. doing that. Yeah, that was that's fun. more role play than anything that wasn't else. Very stressful. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it's pretty nice. Just ride a horse until the fight breaks out. Then you ain't riding a horse. Ride it away. Um, should we anything, take? A, I think. Oh, should we take a little break and then we can a, wrap up these storylines? Move on. Let's do it. Let's do say it. we do. All right. So back to the A storyline, Dwight's betrayal. Okay, where we left off was Dwight meeting Jan at the diner. Uh, and Absolutely uh, vacuuming up. Yes, a plate of hotcakes, waffles, fried cakes with syrup. There's definitely some bacon on there. Totally. Several eggs. The ball is in her court. It's all on the table. Um, and so. it Im- immediately cuts to Michael in his office and Jan saying, I just had a very interesting conversation with one of your employees. Oh, that's nice. No, it wasn't. Just- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No follow-up questions <laughs> for Michael. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's having See a good Jan. day up to this. <laughs> Michael is having a great day. <laughs> and then Dwight just told me that he thinks he can run the branch better than you. What? Mm-hmm. You heard the dentist? You heard the dentist? Because Dwight just up. Dwight goes in and yeah disguises it. I'm going to the dentist. He's uh, new, very far. Ouchie. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I love. He was in trouble earlier that day. Ouchie. Yes. He's, like, he's trying so hard to just be uninvolved with mm-hmm. everything around him. That's great. Well, he also doesn't want to like. It seems because uh, one of the things that is added back into the super fan cut is. Um, <laughs> When Michael says what they need is uh, upsizing, and he gets that back out there and tries to get them to all go back in and watch movie Mondays, yeah. and nobody wants to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike Ryan says like Jan told us not to, and then Michael says he will go play Scrabble online. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so so Michael is just like off in his own world when um, he gets the call from Jan, and then Michael devises this plan to kind of trick Dwight. Um, calls him into his office, tells him. Well, first oh, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. the M and M. sorry. First there's the M and M, which is when we get your dentist's name is Crentist. Mm-hmm. Perhaps <sighs> that's why he became a dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just want to say, yeah, this is like this episode. We just get the, these incredible Michael and Dwight scenes. The, it's the best. The, it's the best. The dramatic irony. Oh, it's. I mean, it's like I think of this scene. I think of oh, <laughs> what we'll call the. The Emperor negotiation in Halloween. <laughs> Quiet you. Like yeah, that yeah. scene has the same energy. It's it's yeah. It just, just always works. Michael being serious and Dwight kind of like being like wide eyed, sort of on the defense mm-hmm. is so. F- Let me see your teeth. Let me see them. I love that because Michael in that <laughs> yeah. moment realizes he knows nothing about dentistry yeah. or dental yeah. work, and he just kind of looks around and he hits. <laughs> yeah. Dwight's breath kind of hits him at one you point. Floss. <laughs> yeah. I know. He has no idea what a crowd looks like. Like, he has no idea. Well, and this entire, like, exchange has just, like, some incredible Dwight audio. When Michael is looking at it, this is, like, before, you know, when actors get more and more successful, they're just, their teeth get better, their hair get better. And, like, Rain Wilson's teeth are still kind of, they might have done something to him, but like you get some close-up shots and it's just like it's very real it's very ordinary things his teeth you're like oh yeah that's that's a real guy right there unlike this crentist fellow this crentist guy uh and then michael really doesn't know what to do we kind of get one of his uh his business metaphors uh with the tiger and the monkey stabbing the tiger in the back what will the tiger do there is no way of knowing what goes on inside the tiger's head we don't have the technology. So, uh, so Michael I think calls I used Dwight. I it as a, as a drop one time. <laughs> yeah. Opening drop. Uh, Michael calls Dwight into his office. This is another fabulous exchange. Michael is now going to prank Dwight here. And I love that he starts with just like, wow, this is tough. Like, yeah. yeah. And visually like, struggling in front of the camera. <laughs> like, with Dwight, Dwight's face is like changing. Like, he's like becoming like there's like a beast you can't contain rising it. out of oh, him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. You have awakened the wolf. She demoted me to your job. <laughs> He's All of his dreams are coming true, yeah. and he has to mask them for Michael, yeah. or so he thinks. Michael, um, in some ways, is fake hiring Dwight. Yeah, right. he's fake fired so many others. He's yes, kind yeah. of fake, he's, fake promotion. He's also fake hired Ryan, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is Michael giving Dwight this job, um, <laughs> or at least telling him that he has this job. And then you see the switch in Dwight flip instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, I guess we should go tell the troops. Yeah, when I'm ready, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I, I love how quickly yeah, it changes. Yeah. Uh, and the, like the hey, I can't imagine this place without you. Can't you? I, like, there's so many little <laughs> like they're both so bad at hiding how they're feeling. I know it's just crazy that neither of them picks up on it. Uh, especially so Dwight. Like, Dwight can always tell how Michael's feeling, and not right now. He's he's too blinded by his own success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love the announcement uh, that uh, he is being replaced uh, by Dwight. Phyllis mm-hmm. says, you're kidding. And I love Michael goes, you might think that I am kidding, and I understand that. 
<laughs> I love that immediately people are like, Michael, you might lose your condo. And he's like, no, I, I won't. Like, he's just trying to be like, I know this is fake, but like, <laughs> like everyone is clearly it's like without this job, Michael's going to be in a bad place. Mm-hmm. They all know it right away. <laughs> I love when the, the ensemble jumps in with their concern for mm-hmm. Michael's. <laughs> no one's asking Michael why. I've already sold my condo. Michael, you should not Michael. have done that. Stanley says that. <laughs> yeah. Very motivated by her. Dwight. But then you get everyone else kind of, you get some people looking at their own professional mortality, you know, mm-hmm. Phyllis being like, maybe I'll quit. Um, people are just like, well, we get that. Uh, I think this is in a deleted scene too, that she says that Bob said that she doesn't have to work anymore. Yeah. She just has to worry about being, yeah, the, the first, first lady, lady of Vance <laughs> Refrigeration. <laughs> tells you a lot about Pop. Yeah. yeah. Tells you yeah. a lot about Pop. Oh, it's an empire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just that he would be like, you're the first, the first lady. Yeah. That's so crazy. I, I do. I was wondering, though, how many people would quit? Because Dwight talks about wanting to make all these big personnel changes. And mm-hmm. oh, I meant to say this. Yeah. In his negotiation with Jan at the diner. Yeah. What he lays out of like the changes he'd make. It's like no way anyone would want you to be. He's like, I couldn't care. I couldn't care less about my coworkers. I want to get rid of half of them. Uh, you're just like this guy should never be manager. Yeah, no, he's it's he's not totally a real, reckless. It's like, not a real strategy. I could see it's such a bad pitch in Dwight's head that his the second piece would be hiring people that are loyal to him. Yeah, and having the branch run his way. But the reality is, if everybody started quitting, yeah, he would be he would be out of luck very, very quickly, I think. Yeah. Because Moe's can only do so many things and doesn't know how to use a phone. I think what really quickly we would get... <laughs> we would, People person. We would get what happens when Dwight is acting manager, which is that he all of a sudden then owes every single employee like favors in order yeah. to keep them on and keep them from... Uh, or tattling on him. Or like when he says, all good luck must be wished on to Michael. And then everybody wishes Jim and Karen good luck. And he goes, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> the world shines on Moe's. <laughs> I think that would have been a lot Welcome, of children. <laughs> very funny to see is just how everybody does listen to Dwight when he's manager. And like and as a flip to, I wish we could have seen a little bit of it. Yeah, um, because the opposite is everybody follows along with Michael, even when they know it's stupid, they don't want to do it. But I love the idea that everyone would just kind of ignore Dwight. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they just ignore Michael. Mm-hmm. They just do it. They just do their job. Yeehaw! I'm gun safety uh, Dwight. And I I can't do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the ruse comes uh, to an end pretty quickly uh, when Michael offers Dwight the keys to the Sebring. Uh, ah, yes. The, this is the, 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 the final straw here. <laughs> the Sebring that makes breaks the camel's back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't want to miss also that Dwight <laughs> turns on Angela as well in his uh, yeah in his hubris. Um, <laughs> you can be in charge of the women. Which, you know, Angela really takes it in stride for the, this this change in direction. Yeah, no kidding. She's, well, she's like, a survivor. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She knows. She she recognizes, oh, shit. Like, I didn't <laughs> be in charge of the women. Maybe that's all she ever wanted. Whatever that means. I thought this is where she says goodbye, Kelly Kapoor. But no, it's it's not. So when does she say that? 
I think it's probably during Dwight Case Street Acting Manager. Oh. Maybe. But anyways, I um I also thought it was during I was this. surprised that that was that that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Um anyways, uh Michael gives Dwight the keys to the Sebring. Dwight's like, nah, he wants something German made and with better gas mileage. It's from the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before Dwight's hotel hell speech. Uh yes. Got it. Okay. Um That's second. my car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know Dwight. I know. I know. I know. I, I love. I this. think Michael has some confused masculinity that he mm-hmm. just assigns it where he thinks it should be, <laughs> including he's like, "Oh, guys, really care about their car." Yeah, and yeah. my Sebring is a reflection of me. And if there is anyone who makes fun of it, they, I'm going to pick a fight with them. It's, yeah. yeah, he's almost like it's his duty to be pissed that it comes down to the car. Uh, <laughs> but as he says, it's like corporate lease, Dwight. You've earned it. Um, but I, it's a ridiculous choice for this climate. <laughs> he finally is honest. Yeah, <laughs> take it back. Yeah. I've never really caught to that when he's like, "I know, I made the whole thing up." Dwight's like, "I, I like the Sebring. I think it's cool." Oh yeah, <laughs> Sebring's cool. Sebring's cool. That's a cassette. How dare you? He flips instantaneously again, <gasps> and he goes from like this commanding position to literally having his face on the floor. Yeah, to like mm-hmm. groveling as hard as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also it, a survivor. He says, I'll do your laundry for a month, for a year, uh, leading to my favorite, one of my favorite lines in the whole show. Hit us. I have a laundry machine. <laughs> <laughs> I have excellent sales numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then, of course, we get the hug it out, bitch. Uh, Rain Wilson starring up, standing up with the spit hanging yeah. out of his mouth uh, is a great... Uh, we also have Great while visual. Dwight is is groveling, just the camera moves out into the door frame and it just shows Ryan just with complete sort of disgust on and, his face. And Angela, yeah. you get yeah. you get Angela watching. Oh, just very pained expression. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're Ryan, you're like, what? What the hell is this? What like, is this? <laughs> yeah. What am I doing here? Yeah. Is this my future? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I just we've talked about too. This plays out. <laughs> Like over for a while that we just get glimpses of Dwight doing Michael's laundry for a while too. <laughs> I wish they'd used "Hug It Out, Bitch" a little more in the series. I think I'm sure I've said that before, yeah. but I would. Yeah. I wish that could have been a Michael thing, Michael Dwight thing, and then maybe Michael yeah. tries it with Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Jim Karen, we get the little cute little gren- grenade yeah, throw, yeah. yada mm-hmm. yada, and, the, as, and that just they're they're just they're just planting seeds in this episode for that planting for that. bombs, planting bombs for this uh, relationship. <laughs> Uh, you know, I love how subtle they did it in a very Jim way. She's mm-hmm. very much playing into his kind of humor. Mm-hmm. And then we get very end. Um, <laughs> he, Michael says he was still a little angry after the hug it out <laughs> and needed to punish him a little bit more, which is just sociopathic. But the, the shot of Dwight with the liar written around, uh, <laughs> hung around his neck, um, mm-hmm. It's maybe my favorite static image uh, <laughs> of The Office. I've said this before, but if, if I could get like one frame of The Office blown up into a canvas, you know, you get those canvas prints, it would be That'd that. Be it would be that. That's image. a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Do yeah. you think that Dwight took from this like a lesson in groveling? Because remember when, <laughs> when um, Jim and Pam get suspended and Dwight gets mm-hmm. suspended too. He's like, I was just applauding your no-nonsense decision-making. And then he says, no, this is how you grovel. Gabriel, I take your hand and let's go. 
Do I yes. just love, <laughs> love to show someone the correct way? He doesn't get the silent he option. He calls him Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel. <laughs> uh... Well, there you have it. That's it's all uh, on the table. It's all on the it's table. On the table. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the coup. I mean, here we are. It's just what it's. It's one of the great Michael and Dwight episodes. One of the great. One of the great episodes. One of the great episodes. Straight up, top to bottom. It's it's got a little bit of everything. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's up on top. Yeah, we. It's it's light. Uh, like the B storyline is all about. Pam, the C storyline is all about Jim, but it's very light. And the D storyline is all about Creed living in the office. Living in the office. <laughs> Washing his hair in the sink. Yeah. D for deleted. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping under his desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, beans in the drawer. <laughs> he's got food. He's growing food there. He's yeah. living there. Probably helps cover up his own smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Mm. Shall we uh, go to some conference room? I would love that. Yes. Personally. That means conference room, five minutes. No, no, five seconds. All right, gentlemen, welcome to the conference room. Uh, since we are all in person here together, I uh, took the liberty of pouring for you both uh, my favorite Whoa. beet juice, as I know that you are both fans of beets. You're as not you've kidding. said several times, I think, uh, on the show. <laughs> this, is, this is actual beet juice. Oh, really? Okay. It is. It is. Give it a Edwin and I so listeners, Edwin and I hate beats. We're united on this. And Sean did indeed just pour us a little I want to say Sean Sean I went for this. Sean, Sean went into our kitchen my kitchen and got our nicest wine glasses and has filled them with, with beet juice. <laughs> These were wedding gifts, Sean. There's no way we're gonna be Perfect. able to buy a pewter wizard after this. Yeah. hmm Okay, they're sipping it. Well, the beet juice is fine. I've had I've had similar beet juices. It's good. It's fine. But boy, there's that aftertaste. Yeah, I will there's say something else in it that covers it up. There's something. There's, there's some ginger th- in there. This is Lemon? entry level. There's there's some apple in there. There's some ginger. Apple ginger. This little. is this is. Mm-hmm. Now, can I ask what's your what's your goal here? I don't know. I just thought I thought maybe you'd hate it, and that would be. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just how you're trying fun. to convert us. Just having a little great. fun. It's okay. That's yeah. great. Yeah. No, I. Uh, I'm I genuinely like this stuff. So. Ah, we'll, we'll keep it rolling. That's fine. It appears my wife has walked in the door. Hello, Anne. Hi, Anne. You want to be on the pod? Okay, she's okay. Uh, Edwin just poured us some beet juice. I mean, Sean, Sean just poured us beet juice. Can you believe that? Anyway. <laughs> And, and just getting off a 12-hour shift in the ER, oh and we're God. just sitting here being like, beet juice, son, can you believe it? Um, well, anyways, enjoy. Thank Thanks, you. man. Yeah. Drink up. <laughs> Sorry your birthday sucked. Finish up. Yeah, yeah finish up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, now your thing, Edwin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, welcome to, uh, welcome to my thing. Uh, as Sean so uh, wonderfully put it earlier, the quick questions that I have about the coup for you guys. Yes. Um, these are just going to be some... <laughs> I'm just curious to hear your thoughts coming out of this. Dwight yeah. orders both pancakes and waffles. Yeah. So the question remains, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Waffles, definitely. I don't, also, need, I don't need to think about that one. Also waffles, but... Mm. If I, I, I am not that likely to order just waffles as the breakfast dish. I'd mm-hmm. order something right. else, and that can sometimes come with pancakes. So I feel like I more often eat pancakes mm-hmm. than waffles. Mm-hmm. You're right. I would say in my life I've probably eaten more pancakes, but I would prefer waffles for, for the reason you just said. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, using a, I will say though, using a using a, a pancake for to make a breakfast taco, a little sausage and oh. egg in there with maple syrup, interesting is exquisite. If you have a good pancake, so a waffle doesn't have the. It's not quite dexterous enough to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I but the waffle to eat pigs in a blanket. There you go in a blanket. But then the waffle holes hold hold the beautiful syrup. They hold the goodness. So mm. each of them have their pros and cons. But I'd say Anna and I make a lot of waffles around here. That's our. I like an ego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you like brand waffles? <laughs> yeah, I like my brands. <laughs> you're like you, you like your cor- corporate ego waffles yeah yeah, yeah. i feel you dude all right second quick question we see in the oh sure oh, peace. We, we see in one of the scenes that is added to the super fan episode mm-hmm. um that when jim snipes karen it says you killed karen the gym slayer and earlier in the episode, we see when Karen shoots Jim when he's stuck in a corner, it says, you killed Jim Halbert, which leads us to believe that they chose their usernames and that Karen chose Karen the Jim Slayer. Oh, yes. nice. And that Jim chose Jim Halbert. <laughs> well, I think that I think I like that. you could also change your name during the course of the game, I'm sure. So mm. she might have, after just whooping Jim's ass in that game for the first two rounds, changed it to so Karen the Jim Slayer. So here's the question. Yeah. What is your work Call of Duty name? Oh, Oh, it worked. You need to come up with a, a tag. Oh. Well, with I mean, coworkers. Sean Macaroni's a go-to mm-hmm. for most things. We um, came up with Ronnie Vare one episode when you weren't there. Oh. <laughs> That's look, good. And you look like Ronnie Vare a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. <laughs> Not the most intimidating Call of Duty. No. <laughs> oh, Roan of Air. Uh, okay. On Xbox, I was Rone Zone 420. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's kind of scary. Rone Zone's good. I like the Warden. Mm-hmm. I, I might go with the Warden. That's um, good. Depends on the game, but but work is funny too. Like I'd want to go with. Like some like a like a Microsoft Teams joke or something. Mm. I don't know what, like like, so like that would be it would just be Microsoft Teams joke. That would be the tag. Yeah. Or just yeah, Microsoft like te- Microsoft Teams bot. Yeah. So in uh, or just Microsoft Teams. Mm-hmm. How about, about we'll touch base on this later? That's, that's, your, that's your tag name. Let's circle back. Yeah. yeah. Five minute huddle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of like a joke that that Ryan and I and some other people have had, but just it's, pinging you. It's. Uh, <laughs> It's like so. I mean, I guess it, you know, if if we were on set, when you call someone on the walkie-talkie, if you're like, "Hey, hey, Sean," I'd say, "Go for Sean." Uh, and so the joke that we like to say, <laughs> "Go Sean," yeah, the the joke that we like to like think is like we're actually saying "Go for Sean." Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure. So I think my my tag would be "Go for Sean." Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for Sean with a ph. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, how else would you spell like, it? Go for, well, I would go or, for Sean. Go for Sean would yeah. be the... Go for Sean. I like that. Yeah. All right. So, mm, cool. you go. so I'll, you're go for Sean. I, I'm going to go with just pinging you, <laughs> which would work for Call of Duty, too. It feels yeah. like... And I'm imagining it spelled as like go for Sean, like in French, like G-A-G-A-U-X. G-A-U-X. Yeah. 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 Go for Sean. I'd be I'd be per my previous email. Oh, okay. Hope... Coming hope, in aggressive. Hope this finds you well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine, I don't know if I've, uh, mine would be like Ed Winter Soldier, I think. Oh, the Ed Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's easy. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Any more? Yes. All right. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, movie Mondays. All right. Okay. You mm. need to. You're on the ox for picking a movie mm. oh, for a Movie okay. Monday with your work coworkers, or okay. just say like a random group of people you don't know very well. All right. What movie you're going to pick to show? Are we doing half hour installments, or are we doing a sit? We're watching the whole thing. Uh, whatever you like. Okay. Dealer's choice. <laughs> okay. Director's choice. All right. Hmm. And, and this is just to. I'm asking too many questions. Take it whatever direction you like. Okay. Okay. Got it. I can give you one while you guys think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One that I think is an easy one is a hunt for the world of people. Oh, that's oh, a that's great a one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Taika Waititi. A lot of people might not yeah. have seen it. Perhaps. I mean, I don't know. I feel like by now, maybe a good amount of people have seen it. But um, that is a good one. Yeah. Man. I probably it depends on like what position if I was in Michael's position mm-hmm. and I wanted like to actually be somewhat useful I've, I'd show one of my top three favorite movies in 12 Angry Men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think is actually a movie that like HR departments will often mm. show people sometimes as mm-hmm. like because the whole point of that movie is you have sort of have like 12 archetypes of people yeah and when it comes to conflict resolution it's a really good movie of study of like all the different ways people approach conflict and how not to communicate, how to reason, how to argue. It, mm-hmm. it has all that in there. So yeah. if I was trying to be useful, I'm, I'm doing. I'm definitely playing Twelve Angry Men. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I mean, if I'm not trying to be useful, we're watching Whiplash, <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is what goes on in my head all the time. <laughs> I think <laughs> everything in this movie. <laughs> Uh, I think I'd do um, uh, a Christopher Guest movie, I think, is a good one. Uh, oh, cool. So cool. so I'd go nice. with, like, uh, I don't know, Waiting for Guffman or or, uh, or Best in Show. Um, also, Spinal Tap? Spinal Tap would be great, yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be fine. And then, um, what was the other one I was just thinking? Oh, uh, I think Oh Brother, Where Art Thou is a great... Oh, that's... Like, yeah, that's, that's really that, it's nice. It's not inappropriate. Yeah. It's not... Like it's very fun. It would be perfect for the half hour installments. Oh, uh, totally. It plays really well into that. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's one that I kind of just feel like is, uh, you know, in terms of the Coen Brothers, it's mm-hmm. that's a little less violent. The half hour installments is like, yeah. If I'm doing that, I'm going Truman Show because mm-hmm. I could break mm-hmm. Truman Show up into exactly four parts. Like, uh. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go there. Mm-hmm. I'd also think you could do like a good nature documentary or nature series. Yeah. Sorry, I know I said movie, but... No, yeah. Planet, Planet Earth would be a great... Yeah. Just, we're going to work through it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's real good. Yeah. But if you're doing half-hour installments, I'd watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. I'd watch something with sure, yeah. you know, 25-minute episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Party down, perhaps. Faulty Towers. There you go. Oh, that's great. All right, last question. Yeah. You have to order and then model one piece of clothing for a fashion show at lunch. What do you Ooh. choose? This is probably my. By the way, best. I love I love what you've done here, Edwin. I feel like we should have been doing this from the beginning, which is like yeah. quick quick hits from uh, yeah. from the episode based mm-hmm. on the episode. Um, yeah, prepare yourself for quick questions. So one 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 piece of clothing. Yeah, that we're showing off. Well, I I specifically decided to wear my sun bear outfit today, which is <laughs> yeah, my, I love it. My uh, my tan overalls with the with the black underneath. So why is that know. sun bear? The, this is something we came up a, with on yeah. Patreon. We were talking about sun bears, and then 
<laughs> and then I think Edwin was like, Sean is dressed like a sun bear. And then we posted a side by side comparison. Oh. Sun bears are one of my favorite uh, I say animals ever. Yeah. But you just, it, the coloring is exactly what oh, yeah. Sean is wearing right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, I can't be held accountable for what I say. No. Of course <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, Who knows what that guy's talking about? I might show, I might go with. I, I like a good short sleeve button down that's opened up, you know. Mm. <laughs> I like a good loud, uh-huh. a good mm-hmm. loud collared short sleeve shirt. So nice. I'd probably, I'd probably show one of those off on a casual Friday. Very nice. Um, I think I'd bring some some Michael and his jeans energy to that. I'd be pretty insufferable. <laughs> he loves the way myself. he looks in those button downs. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> Actually, Sean just just today, finally I. <laughs> Oh yeah, put because I I flew Spirit Airlines home from Vegas when Whoa. we went to Vegas like eight nine weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh, left a bunch of stuff in Sean's luggage for him to fly back for me and I just got it back including three very loud button down shirts that we all wore in <laughs> Vegas one night I, I lent one out to Sean yeah uh, thank you and you looked great in it thanks buddy it was a hell of a night it was hell of a morning <laughs> uh. This beet juice, I just can't stop sucking it. it down. You're loving it. They both are. I'm not. I'm just drinking it because I keep <laughs> yeah, thinking I it's feel, wine. Yeah. Edwin's just swirling his. Mm-hmm. I am, yeah. Ooh, you have to chugged it. I just wanted it to be over. <laughs> I do You're the like same Kevin thing. eating the broccoli. I do it with all my vegetables every meal. Yeah, I just I eat have, them first to get them out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> nope. to wash this beet juice down. Mm-hmm. Dip it I in the water it. so it'll slide down your gullet. I hate it. <laughs> uh, is that Sean? the last one? What about your article? Oh, you know, you said. You oh, said. I wore my sun bear outfit, I guess. That's what you would order from online and then choose oh, to model is enough uh, that you already maybe, have? Maybe a new hat. <laughs> oh, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't wear hats, though. Yeah, you don't wear hats. You don't wear hats. That's ever. why it would be a good pick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, then, okay, something I don't wear. You don't wear hats, but when I say hats, I always think of a baseball cap. But mm-hmm. you you would look really good in like a Panama Jack hat, mm. maybe a little pork pie hat. I could really see Ooh, you pulling that yeah. off. A little fez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the tinier, the better. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I think Edwin could rock a <laughs> Like a shot glass sized yeah. fez, just mm-hmm. hang it off the corner. And I could tip it. <laughs> Milady, Matuna, <laughs> Matuna. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe one of those hats with the propeller on the top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we, Sean. What's an article of clothing you don't normally wear that we would have you model for a fashion show? To lunch? Oh. Um. I guess blue jeans. <laughs> Never seen this guy wear blue jeans. Okay, you, it can't be the color black. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll uh, something. Um, I've been trying to incorporate white into my <laughs> into my wardrobe. I have a a white pair of pants Didn't now, even try. <laughs> and a white t shirt, and I wear them together, so I'm all white. That is the way you break up your all black wardrobe. You really introduce something new. I've been experimenting with white. Brand new white, it is, blinding white clothes in the summertime. It is going, yeah. it is going immensely. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think I'm just yeah. gonna try, try doing white clothes. I this tested summer. it out on Easter, and I think it'll work. How'd it go over? It was a big hit. <laughs> nice. People, people would notice. Everybody noticed. Everybody loved it. Jeez. Um, uh, man, I am not a. Uh, I just can't pull cowboy boots off. So you like could physically, you get stuck in them. <laughs> no, I wear them fine. 
I just don't have the right body for for cowboy boots. I think you, you need to be a little rangy. That'd you need be to be cool. kind of tall. I don't yeah. know. Like our friend Ike looks amazing in cowboy oh, boots. Yeah. If I wore any of the clothes Ike wore, I would look so bad. I would look. Yeah, I would look ridiculous in cowboy boots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I you would. I don't mean to be mean, mm-hmm. but you would. No, I would too. I, yeah. It's just the body. I'm I'm stout. I'm short. It just doesn't quite work. You, you need you need a big Adam's apple and long legs to make some. <laughs> we <laughs> we have a lot of friends work. in at work who uh, have been going to Montana to work on the uh, Yellowstone project. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking it, of Ike, he called that show uh, a good show for dumb people. <laughs> it's a show with, which I, I've never seen. I've it. never watched. I've never watched it either. either. Uh, I don't agree with him. Just yeah, just based on people I know that like the yeah, show, it's a little mean. That sounds just, a little. Ike was you know, but, in my head. Sorry, Ike, if you listen. Uh, but uh, I don't think he is. No, he's not. <laughs> no, Definitely but not. Uh, people have come back with with cowboy hats, and uh, hmm. there's something about it. I, I don't know. I think I love it. You yeah. know, you know, I love cowboy. I love everything about a cowboy. I think you could do mm-hmm. it deep down. I'd like to be one, but um, not because I can't wear the boots. I can I wear see, hats. I, I look great. In a cow- I look great in a cowboy hat. But well, next time we have lunch, we'll do a fashion show mm-hmm. and we'll try it out. All right. <laughs> there we go. That ends this week's section of uh, quick questions. Fabulous. Love the fabulous quick questions. Uh, guys, Super quick. It's time for trivia. Let's just do our thing. Collect our hardware. And get the hell home. Alrighty, so this week's trivia was sent in by Mary. Mary writes, Hey, MS Podcast uh, Dumpany. <laughs> <laughs> hey, MS Podcast Dumpany. I've been wanting to do this for so long. Sick bird. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, apologies for any duplicates. Uh, Alright, here we go. That's just She's to the point. Has no one called us that before? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. MS Podcast Stumpity? Stumpity? That's no. a good one. No. Uh, all righty. So. Let's do it like a stump. How many years has Michael been sorting the trash into lights and colors? Eight. Eight. Correct. Where has Robert California's body become acclimated to? Uh, Southern, Southern Italy. Italy? Mm-hmm. What three businesses are the warehouse workers starting or investing in when they win the lottery? Energy drink for Asian homosexuals. Correct. Um, Riverboat casino? Strip club on a boat. Okay, sure. <laughs> Same I'll lane. Give it to you. Same yeah. lane. Yeah. Um, Strip club on a boat. <laughs> 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 they should have done that in Ozark. Uh, is Madge doing something? What's, what's the third one? I have, I have no idea. Simple. I, I don't even remember them. Yeah, what is it? What is it? Fat camp. Okay. Oh. Shout uh, out to heavyweights. <laughs> what year is coming up all Daryl? This year. 2011. 2011. Yes, that's right. Uh, 12 years ago. What four companies are still considering Dwight's horse machine? Hamaker Schlemmer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharper Image. Mm-hmm. Sears? No. Sears said no. Sears, Sears said, said no. Black & Decker? No. Mm-hmm. no, no, it's uh, uh sharper, two more. sharper image. Two more. Brookstone. I think both of these companies are mentioned at other times in the show. One of them very notable from the injury. Apple? <laughs> very notable from the injury. George Foreman. Oh. Uh, 
and finally <laughs> Apple <laughs> Sky Mall. Oh, yeah. Sky Mall. I, I knew there was one more uh, yeah. mm. catalog. That's very that's yeah. Uh, when will Creed be thirty? Three years, two years from now, I'll be thirty. No, he's it. He's it. I'm thirty. Well, in I'll be thirty in July. In November. Oh, November. November. Uh, what is Mrs. Allen of the Ungrateful Biatch Hotline's first name? Barbara. Correct. Nice. What is Kevin's answer to the question, where do trees grow? Well, when a... The forest. And what is the correct <laughs> answer that Dwight was looking for? Soil. Yeah. Soil. <laughs> <laughs> According Red to, fertile dirt. According to Dwight, when will Pam and Karen's Margarita Karaoke Christmas party planning paraphernalia be returned to them? End of the day? Yeah. The end of the day. Or it's like it's a... Said, I, I guess he says January 4th. Okay. When they come back from uh, Christmas yeah. break. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, what does Dwight say is Pam's present to Michael down off the roof? Oh, uh, the jetpack. No, the robot. Oh, to, uh, present to get Michael down off the roof. Did I say Fully functioning Japanese robot. Yeah. 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 A Q1 Expo female robot. Uh, what time did Kelly leave the office the night before drug testing? Oh, six. That's right. Okay, last three. Here we go. Where do Pam and Jim go shopping for Kevin on Michael's birthday? What was the name of the store? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Wawa. They're at that, like, grocery... Garrity's? It's a, it's a Rite Aid. Oh. I was going to Yeah, I was like, it looks yeah. like a Ra- Walgreens a, Rite yeah. Aid. Okay. Uh, in order to... Oh, boy. <laughs> A-S-S-U-A-G-E. A sewage. A su- okay, in order to a sewage, the office's concerns... Uh, during the pyramid scheme, cold open. It's a uh, swage, right? <laughs> I always thought it was a sewage. Swage. No, a sewage. A swage. I don't know. To a swage. <laughs> this is embarrassing. It's a, it's got, it's a swage. Right? What car does Michael say his contact Phil drives in the pyramid? He's talking about the pyramid Never scheme. No. He drives oh, a Corvette. Yes. He drives, yeah. There you go. A swage. Um, finally. Why did Oscar visit Mexico when he was five? His grandmother's funeral? To poop a balloon. His great-grandmother's funeral. Have you ever pooped a balloon? Uh, there we go. Mary, great job. Uh, stumped the guys on a Guys, you're arguing over a 1 in 16 <laughs> chance for a prize worth... 40 bucks. <laughs> 40 bucks. <laughs> uh... Well, cool. Well, wow, we did it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I'm now. I'm just bummed that this is it. This is the end of our of our first episode together again. Don't uh, worry, buddy. We'll, we can do more. We'll do more, man. Yeah. Okay, that's okay, all good. good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought you had another. Sh- I thought you had another yeah. chance. I'm in Lagos. Say... I'm in Lagos uh, in two days from now. So. <laughs> Time is on the last. Then back to Montreal. Yeah. He's all well. Over. There it is. It's all on the table. Nice. Give me the branch uh if you would like to send us trivia email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com you can also give us a call and leave us a message at 503-694-9314 uh 
Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Michael Scott Podcast Company, and we have a website, michaelscottpod.com. Mm-hmm. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash Scott for mm-hmm. five bucks a month. You can become a Scott's Tot, mm-hmm. get a bonus mailbag episode every month. We've got our seasons one and two party down episodes out, uh, trying to find time for that season three. Uh, it's coming up here. Uh, but, uh, uh, we, uh, and of course you get access to our discord. Um, uh, you can get, just go to the top of the show to hear all the benefits. There. Sure. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, a portion of those funds do go to the Thurgood Marshall college fund. So very special oh, yeah. thanks oh, yeah. to our, our patrons, our Scott's tots. We love you. Very special thanks to Kayla and Brianna, who run our Discord. I'm singling you out. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you to Ryan Lloyd, who designs all of our artwork. This episode was recorded in person in Portland, Oregon, at Alex Ward's house. The address is... Do it. I I dare you. I don't know what it is. (laughs) That's what I thought. (laughs) I would have been surprised. I don't know how I got here. The address is mspodcastcompany at (laughs) gmail.com. Hey, thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, while we dip back into this episode from season three. Uh, it's a joy that we got to keep doing the show every week. Uh, and uh, everyone who's listening makes it all possible. So thank yep. you, as always, for supporting us. Yep. Uh, truly, truly appreciate it. Take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Actually, we won't. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> yes, sir. to take me home. I love who I want to take me home. You know what, fine, I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.